Good morning and welcome to the Sacred Heart Hour on this first Friday of the month and this first Friday of the holy season of Lent. This is Father Stosh Daly at St. Gabriel Catholic Radio, joined by Chuck and Joanne Wilson. And as we begin this hour dedicated to the most sacred heart of our Lord Jesus Christ, I invite you to please join us by praying the morning offering. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. O Jesus, through the Immaculate Heart of Mary, I offer you my prayers, works, joys, and sufferings of this day, in union with the holy sacrifice of the Mass throughout the world. I offer them for all the intentions of your Sacred Heart, the salvation of souls, reparation for sin, and the reunion of all Christians. I offer them for the intentions of our bishops and of all apostles of prayer, and in particular, for those recommended by our Holy Father this month. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Chuck and Joanne, we are back again. Good morning, (laughs) Father. We are fired up. And first of all, 614-459-4820 is the number here at St. Gabriel Radio. We have Scott Williamson on the phone this morning. We're asking anybody to call in, one, that you can now register for a home enthronement, um, or number two, any questions you would have, and certainly Father could address them during this hour. But I know this is a special hour, Father, and um, especially after two great conferences. Oh, man, they oh, were incredible. it was incredible. <laughs> And you know, I want to give a special shout out to St. Gabriel Catholic Radio because they've done so much to facilitate and to broadcast and make public St. the Men's Conference and the Women's Conference. And, um, you know, if you were there, if you were privileged to be there, you could not but help notice the presence of the Holy Spirit, uh, first at the Women's Conference and then at the Men's Conference. Just any type of gathering that is completely focused on the Lord Jesus Christ where there are that many disciples, that many people who want to learn more about him, you can't but help feel the presence of the Lord guiding and prompting and even, you know, filling in the potholes as they may appear over last minute. And, you know, some people have said, well, I'll just stay home and listen to it. But unless you've been there, once you've been there, you know the difference. And the difference is the you can feel the Holy Spirit. Sometimes I think there'll be wings flapping, you know. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, but we said this before. It's not just about the speakers. It's true. Oh, my. It's about the community. The community. The, the people sacrament. you run into you haven't seen in ages. Oh, <laughs> and just the people you're supposed to see. Yeah. It, it always yep. happens. Well, the other thing that really touched me, Father, was that I was thinking that you were called off the bench <laughs> <laughs> to, give yes. a, to give a talk. <laughs> When Father Morris uh, went went into the hospital. The water boy was called up. Here you are looking out over 3,000 men, but you're also were looking at a huge statue. That's true. Yeah. Of the Sacred Heart. Yeah. I thought Mm -hmm. that open arm statue was saying to all, everybody there, come to my heart. Come to my love. Oh, I like that. And uh, I just think that also was a special part of, I know, the men's conference this year. Absolutely. And uh, so forth. But, uh, Father, why don't you just share a little bit about the Pope's prayer intention for the month? And um, we got it right there. And So the, yeah. the Holy Father's universal intention for the month of March is that those involved in scientific research may serve the well-being of the whole human race. And then there's an intention for evangelization, that the unique contribution of women to the life of the Church may be recognized always. In both of those intentions given to us by our Holy Father, we find a, a certain impetus or a significance, a need, an urgency to pray um, for you know a balance in research, that we may always respect the basic dignity of the human person, even as we work to advance causes of health and healing and restoration. But then also, you know, it's very beautiful that his intention for evangelization uh, for this month, and as we begin the holy season of Lent, calls us to acknowledge and give respect to the unique contribution of women to the life of the Church, and that their contribution may always be acknowledged. And of course, we are always given the beautiful example of Our Lady, and how she guides each one of us to pay attention to the gifts that God gives to each one of us, and the gifts that are given to, in a uni- unique way, to uh, all women. Now, Father, as we go into homes, 
with the Sacred Heart Enthronement, we always mention as we're praying the rosary, the intentions of the Holy Father, that is part of our the format. And exactly. I, yeah. for the first time, I think there are households and businesses that have really tuned into that. And I know for Chuck and I, that was something new to really be aware of what are the intentions right. of the that he has intentions. Yeah, exactly. You know? yeah. And they're beautiful. And it closes the gap that can so often develop between a Catholic in the pew who's working in the world yeah. and the Holy Father who's in Rome. When we hold his intentions dear to our own hearts, it closes that gap. It helps there to be intimacy between ourselves and the Holy Father. Uh, Father, as we start uh, Lent uh, this week, um, I thought it would be good maybe for you to share again, why First Friday? Why are we doing this First Friday, and why the enthronement? Well, you know, I mean, it, it seems to me in God's providence, at least you know, this year as we've been doing this Sacred Heart Hour, the First Friday seems to fall on the first Friday of these different seasons. You know, we were here when oh, yeah. Advent began. The first Friday was the first Friday of Lent or Advent. And then today is the first Friday of the month, but it's also the first Friday of Lent. And it gives us that opportunity to really respond to the invitation extended by the Lord Jesus Christ to those who want to have as a refuge his sacred heart. And he invites them to come to Mass on First Friday to go to confession, to receive our Lord in Holy Communion at the Mass that you attend, and to uh, enter into acts of reparation, acts of basically, you know, making, um, I'm, I'm sorry for the offenses committed against you. And once again, kind of using those fra- those words that we used with regard to the intentions of the Holy Father, closing that gap, closing mm-hmm. that gap that can so easily create and exist between ourselves and the Lord, and making sure that there's intimacy there, and that we keep alive and stay focused on the Lord and His Sacred Heart. And that's very important because... I just left St. Francis de Sales High School, offered their first Friday Mass, exposed the Lord for all day, first Friday adoration. And my homily to the young students there was, um, you know, here in central Ohio, we're being, uh, you know, we're given the opportunity to welcome all of these visitors and tourists for the Arnold Expo. There's all these people coming in. Yeah. But, you know, when you look at them coming in, all these athletes from literally around the world, Mm. there's one thing that stands out, their discipline. These individuals are up at like 4 o'clock in the morning, running, lifting, doing everything they have to do. It's the discipline. Lent for us becomes a discipline for the Christian. Christians all too often become rather weak, lazy. You know, we become spiritual couch potatoes. Lent is where we have to get back into the discipline of preparing for the race that lays ahead of us of becoming one with the Lord. And the Lord is not just our goal at the end of the race. He actually runs the race with us. And the Sacred Heart on the First Friday is a powerful reminder that every month throughout the year, we're given this First Friday to acknowledge that the Lord has to not only be our goal in life, but he's also our companion journeying towards that goal. You know, for me, leaving the conference and coming home again, it's like having that image exposed in our house of the Sacred Heart. Yeah. We've already made him the king. Mm-hmm. We've already encountered now Jesus in a special way at the conferences, so it doesn't stop. Exactly. Our home continues to be an ongoing conference with the Lord yeah. in a special time. I love that. In our you know, manual, make your home, we want to make our home another Bethany, in a, a place of rest, a place of refreshment and peace. And who doesn't want to have exactly. their home? Yeah. Refreshment and peace. <laughs> but we need help to do that. Father, I have one question. We've we got to give a phone number. Oh, give a yeah, phone number. Yeah, I six, have a question for 614-459-4820. 614-459-4820. Regarding the enthronement of the Sacred Heart in your home or business, it's a great time to sign up. If you've been to the conference, you were nudged, but you didn't sign up. Today's the day. Mm-hmm. And you don't really call Scott. He's waiting for your call. And But you can also call to say you would like a phone call back if you have more questions you want to talk about further. And even after this broadcast, you can always call St. Gabriel Radio, and they will forward the information. And to call them, it would be 614-459, once again, 4820. But, Father, my question, because as you were sharing, I thought, oh, if I were listening, I'd be wondering, do we have to go to confession on First Friday? Is there a grace period before or after the day to still 
fulfill the requirements? Yeah, generally, generally speaking, it's a week before to a week after. Okay. You know, and you can just make sure that there's that healthy attentiveness to the need of satisfying the the needs of the soul. Mm-hmm. You know, just make sure that we receive our Lord and that we go to confession. We keep alive that state of grace within us. Of course, you know, one of the precepts of the church is that we go to confession once a year, the Easter duty. Oh, but my. It's it's the sacrament is some, like so many other things in life. Um, it really blossoms. It plants mm-hmm. deep roots within us the more frequently we go. And of course, knowing our human nature, the longer we wait, the harder it is to get back in there. Even remember. <laughs> <laughs> there, there's truth to that, yes. There's and the truth. beauty of the conference is this year we had a record-breaking number of men and women go to mm-hmm. confessions. But if you didn't get to the conference, it's a great time now during Lent. Yeah. to go. And also, Father, you shared a little story at the conference about why we need to enthrone the Sacred Heart even more so in our yeah. homes today. Well, you know, I, anyone who's been paying attention to the headlines, been listening or watching the news, which anymore is a daunting practice in and of itself, you know, we, we're reminded uh, that there's a lot of spiritual warfare going on in the world today. There's a lot of political mm-hmm. warfare going on in the world today. Uh, and there's also, you know, there's that element of spiritual darkness. There's a lot of incredible challenges being made to Christendom as we know it, to the you know corporate mystical body of Christ. And one of the things that's been going on is, you know, people are engaging in practices that are not of the Lord. And we don't know what's going on around us. We don't know what's going on in the neighborhood where we live. We don't know mm-hmm. what's going on in the city where we live. And that's why it's of utmost importance to make sure that in our home, in our business— in the school where our children go, the Lord is the center. That that house, that place of work, that place of education is the domain of the living God. Not of some pagan deity, not of some you know rock that's got spirits, not of someone who's got other ideas or motivations, but it's, uh, it's the domain, the living place, as Joanne said, it's the Bethany mm-hmm. of Jesus. It's the place where he can dwell, where he can rest, where he is among his own. And when the individual, the family, the business, the school, community— when they, you know, when they hang up that image of the Sacred Heart in a prominent place, the place of welcome, the place of entrance, the kitchen, the living room, they're making sure that the Lord is front and uh, front and basically important. He's very visible. He's the central importance of that place, and He is the one who is placing His protection over everyone. He is the source. He is the summit. And in these moments of difficulty and trial and tribulation. Each one of us needs to know that the Lord Jesus Christ is there. And that image of his sacred heart is a very powerful reminder. And oftentimes, people will hang up the image of the sacred heart. And only after they do that do they start getting those questions. Mm. Do they start getting questions? Well, what is the significance? You know, why are we called to do this? Why is it so important that the Lord has to be in a place of prominence? Can't I just have him in the home? So you don't have to have all the answers before you say yes to having the enthronement in your no. home. And Father, I think you've said every home has, uh, you know, has some things that need to leave. And I know for Chuck and I, when Father Joe was the first one to enthrone our home, not in this beautiful way, we did the best we could with what we had at the time. This was back in the 80s. But he actually opened our front door (laughs) (laughs) to the amazement and said, Satan, you have no place here leave this house i was like i didn't know he was here <laughs> leave this house sure. yeah. but you know no, now true. i know now yeah. i would be saying you know every every time we pray we say leave but you know um that's just a that's a reality check well it's it's an opportunity for every individual every family to consecrate yeah this place is holy this place belongs to the lord it does not belong to anybody or anything else Our lives, our home, our car, our business, our school, our church belongs to the Lord. No one else. And the process is one hour to kick this off, to have the preparation phase. And you're not alone. And Joanne and I have a enthronement on Sunday at 5 o'clock. And we're going to come to that house and we're going to bring everything. They don't have to supply anything. No, just open the door. Open the door and then within an hour... We will give them the tools and everything they need to pray as a family for about 20 minutes to 25 minutes a night for seven days. 
to prepare themselves for the enthronement, and we witness their enthronement. We don't do the enthronement. They're Correct, enthroning yeah. Jesus. How powerful is that, Father? Well, and I know, it, you know it's something else that's important to acknowledge is everything has to take place in God's time. Mm. We've had several people call in or email Sacred Heart Columbus and say, you know, I've been on the fence. I've been thinking about this for a while. I was listening to St. Gabriel Catholic Radio. I listened to the Sacred Heart Hour, and I just realized now's the time. You I've have got to a do particular, this. a particular example that that's exactly what exactly, happened. Exactly, yeah, exactly. Email she emailed one week. of our missionaries and yeah. you know let her know it was her cousin, and she said, you know, I've been really on the fence. Her words, not ours. Mm-hmm. I've been on the fence, and I just list, mm-hmm. after listening to the Sacred Heart Hour, I just know now is the time. I've got to do this, and we all have to be very uh, docile to the Holy Spirit and realize. If we're yearning for it and we're eagering mm-hmm. for this reality to be made manifest, um, it'll take place. But we have to grasp for it. We have to reach for it. We have to you know, call in and say, I'm interested. I want to learn more. How do I make sure that the Lord Jesus Christ is the king, brother, and friend of my home? And you have to you know, be charitable and patient because we are all volunteers. But I know we did an enthronement with a person that, unfortunately, card was lost. It was over a year and a half. But when we came, she said, they said, this is the time. Mm -hmm. There were things going on in that home that was like, oh, my, now is really the perfect time. Well, and you also have to be charitable and patient with your loved ones if they don't fully grasp it. Oh, great point. And that's an important, like when people come up and Mm -hmm. say, Father, I really want to do the enthronement, but my spouse, my children, my parents are just not ready. It's like then at least introduce into your home a blessed image of the Sacred Heart. Yeah. And just start, you know, you start responding to the pleadings of the Sacred Heart. You start offering up your Holy Communion at Mass for the sanctification of that person in your home that just isn't there yet. You know, we are called to pray for one another while we walk with one another and to at least throw that seed out there as far as getting the enthronement started to making sure that your home is a place that is uh, dedicated to the Lord. And Father, you know, we do get requests of, gee, we'd love Father Stosh to come. <laughs> and he, I say, we say, well, he is coming by DVD, and which is wonderful because everyone would love to have a priest come. And But by having these DVDs that Father so graciously recorded every night for, what, about 10 minutes or so, yeah. not long. Nothing intimidating. And it's a great jump start to gathering family and starting prayer. Questions are answered. Explanations are given that, you know, you can, and we leave it. So you can replay it. You can share it with friends. And it's not boring like my homilies. <laughs> the DVD, we specialized and make sure they were fully energetic it and catechetical. Not, <laughs> it's not quite as jovial as you really are, though, Father. But, <laughs> that was the editing. <laughs> great, great information. And, uh, and also no costs. We need to say that. And, and, you know, for those that are listening and you have not had your house enthroned, my challenge to you is a great time during Lent oh to my, make that phone call. Time. Because we need Jesus, as Father said, more than ever in our homes today. And not just for Joanne and I, but for our children mm. are part of that enthronement. Our grandchildren are part of that enthronement. We take the whole family and put them under Jesus when we enthrone. So, you know, just call in 614-459-4820 to St. Gabriel Radio. The website is sacredheartcolumbus.org. If you want to come directly to us to register, if you have questions. Um, But now's a good time to act. And Father, as you said, during Lent, and I know you talked about a little bit about the five wounds a little bit as we get into the passion right. during How Lent. How did this really originate? Well, you know, and we get so many questions from individuals as we do the enthronement, as we respond to inquiries about the Sacred Heart devotion in general. And, uh, you know, one of the questions is, where do I find the Sacred Heart throughout the whole life of the Church? Where does it begin? You know, a lot of people Great think it begins question. in the late 1600s with St. Margaret Mary. Yeah. It's like... No, no, no. The sacred heart devotion goes all the way back to sacred scripture. It goes back to the Lord referring to his own heart as meek and gentle and humble. It goes back to St. John, the youngest of the twelve, grasping and hanging on to the Lord while everyone else is reclining on a big pillow at the Last Supper. John, being the stubborn young teenage boy, he's like, I'm not letting go. I know something bigger is going on here. I'm not letting go of the Lord. 
And of course, we're given that popular depiction of John laying his head on the chest of Jesus. But it also means, you know, at the Passion, you know, in the first 100, 200, 300, 500 years of the Church, there was an incredible devotion to the Passion of our Lord, and in particular, the five wounds of Jesus on the cross. The most significant of those five wounds was that lanced side where he was speared. And that was a direct correlation to the heart. The heart was pierced. The heart was pierced out of love. And that was the earliest, you know, basically public expression of a devotion to the sacred heart of Jesus Christ. And as we enter into this experience of Lent, it's very important for us to stay focused as a source of meditation on the passion. Everything that the Lord experienced, everything he endured and persevered through out of love for others, yes, but out of love for you. You know, out of love for each and every single person. There's that personal connection between the Lord and you. He held you in his mind and in his heart while he was on the cross. And when we gaze upon the crucifix, you know, in the season of Lent, when we're attending church and we get to church a little bit before Mass, and we're able to see the crucifix and to see that manifestation of Christ's love for you and for your loved ones, that's a very palpable, a very visible, powerful reminder that the Lord's love pours out for you. But where does that love originate? It originates in the heart. And in the season of Lent, when we're able to focus on the passion, and we use the passion as that driving source of our prayers, it gives us a beautiful opportunity to consider the, str- the source of strength, the source of that love as being a sacred heart. And it also gives each one of us a beautiful opportunity to re-Christianize our homes by making sure that we have an image of the cross with the, the Lord on it, the crucifix in our home, and to have its basically its twin image, the sacred heart, in our home as well, to re-Christianize your home so that when people walk into your home, when you walk into your yeah. home, you know you're walking into someplace sacred. Yeah. You know, the language, it has to be pure, it has to be holy. The thoughts, they have to be pure and holy. The actions towards your spouse and your loved ones, pure and holy. You see the Lord but there. But you don't have to be a saint to... I mean, we're on the road. We want you to be a saint. <laughs> I but we know. acknowledge that. We're <laughs> not all there yet. can start this <laughs> walk, too, I hope. Joanne's <laughs> advertising for Ken Fashion for all of you out there. <laughs> Sanctity is a process. <laughs> well, you know, Father, as you're giving this wonderful meditation, it's so helpful. And, um, you know, I just think about our Lord taking into his heart all the sins, all the negative of, for all human history. And he was willing to do that because through his dying and rising, mm-hmm. I mean, he conquered yeah. that. And I, you know, think about my own heart sometimes trying to block this out. Yeah. And which yeah. makes it kind of hard. Right. Because I, you know, I look at things and it's like, oh, I don't want to go there. Oh, <laughs> no, no, I'm having a good day. And, <laughs> and it's true. And yet I want to just tenderize my heart in a way that is positive, not just maudlin and depressed, but hopeful, but renewed. And that's what the Sacred Heart enthronement. And there's a lot of, you know, grown adults especially, when they introduce the Sacred Heart of Jesus Christ into their home, a lot of times we'll get feedback from them talking about how, you know, Father, I, I almost have to turn away from the image. Because when I see the image of our Lord Jesus Christ, I'm reminded of who I am and where I'm at in my spiritual life. And I don't like that. I said, well, don't turn away from the Lord. Embrace him and yeah. move out of that place Say where help. you are. You know, go to yeah. the sacraments. And, yeah. and I told him, and there's that tendency to like want to take the Lord down. It's like, do not take him down from the cross. Yeah. Do not take his image of the heart down from your wall. Because that's the reminder that you are called to be something more. And you were made for something more. Don't settle for the yuck of this yeah. life. You know? you know, I was thinking of that word bold. We, we need to be bold today with our faith. We need to put faith as a priority. And that's a challenge to the men listening this morning, is we as the dads need to make faith a priority to our family. And if it is a priority, it starts within the home, and it starts saying, I need, we need, as a family, to have Jesus as the king of our house. And we need it. I need it as a dad. We need it as a family. And that's what's going to make us the family God wants. And it's also for single families and single households, too. It's not just for intact families. As we bring to a close this first segment of the Sacred Heart Hour, I invite you to please keep in mind that we're here at St. Gabriel Catholic Radio in the studios here, bringing this hour to you live. The phone number for St. Gabriel Catholic Radio is 614 
459-4820. Please join me in bringing to a close this first segment by offering ourselves and all of our intentions to the heart of our Lord Jesus Christ. O most holy heart of Jesus, fountain of every blessing, I adore you, I love you, and with a lively sorrow for my sins, I offer you this poor heart of mine. Make me humble, patient, pure, and wholly obedient to your will. Grant, good Jesus, that I may live in you and for you. Protect me in the midst of danger. Comfort me in my afflictions. Give me health of body, assistance in my temporal needs, your blessings on all that I do, and the grace of a holy death. Amen. Amen. This is Father Stosh Daly from Holy Family Church in downtown Columbus on West Broad Street, and I am pleased to share with you that starting on the first Sunday of Lent, March 5th, we will be offering a weekly 8 p.m. Sunday Mass. We are excited to offer this opportunity to enter into the sacred mysteries of our faith for those who have to regularly work on the weekends or frequently have to travel. Our complete Mass schedule is available at our parish website at holyfamilycolumbus.org. Prestige Services Columbus. Windows and doors for homes and businesses. Serving Columbus since 1986. Highly rated by the Better Business Bureau and Angie's List. Online, Prestige Services in Columbus. Hi, I'm Dick Hennersheed. To hit all the right notes when you play an instrument, you need experience and expertise. So turn to the used car experts at the College Car Company. We are experts in providing clean, reliable cars in the lowest 10% of pricing. College Car Company is in Clintonville and proud of our A-plus Better Business Bureau rating. College Car Company. We take pricing seriously. We hope you take savings seriously. Find us at college-car.com. There are many ways to listen to AM820 on the radio, online, and on smartphones. Listen live on your Android and iPhone using St. Gabriel Radio's very own app available from your app store. You can also get the Catholic perspective on your computer. Just go to stgabrielradio.com and use the listen button at the top of the homepage. Tune into the faith as you cruise across town and around the world. Sugarbush Gourmet Gift Baskets. Fresh choice baskets for corporate and personal gifts. Visit us online, sugarbushgourmetgiftbaskets.com. Good morning once again. This is Father Stosh Daly at St. Gabriel Catholic Radio, and we invite you back into our Sacred Heart Hour on this first Friday of the month of March, as well as the first Friday of the Holy Season of Lent. As we enter into this next segment of the Sacred Heart Hour, I invite you to please join me by entering into the covenant renewal with the Sacred Heart of our Lord Jesus Christ. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Dear Sacred Heart of Jesus, we renew our pledge of love and loyalty to you. Keep us always close to your loving heart and to the most immaculate heart of your mother. May we love one another more each day, forgiving each other's faults as you forgive us our sins. Teach us to see you and the members of our family and those we meet outside the home, loving them as you love them, especially the poor and oppressed, that we may be instrumental in bringing about justice and peace. Amen. 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 The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. And Father, as we start this second uh, hour, or second half hour of the Sacred Heart Hour, uh, again, we ask our listeners out there, we're, we're talking about the Sacred Heart and enthroning homes today and businesses today. And if you haven't done it, we have a phone number here, 614-459-4820, for you to call in, ask your questions. Uh, we'll continue the discussion on the Sacred Heart. And also, we want to really uh, congratulate St. Gabriel Radio. They got some billboards out there, Father. They do. Oh, <laughs> yes. They yes, are that's all exciting. over town. I would love to encourage all of our listeners as they're driving by to honk whenever they pass the billboard. Oh. But I don't want you to get pulled over for disrupting traffic. <laughs> and I love it that they say, this Lent, listen to AM 820. Exactly. You won't yep. turn it off. <laughs> no, and I think, you know, this morning, just driving over, the car mm -hmm. was already on 820, and it was just exactly the message I needed to hear. 
Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, so when you turn it on, you're continuing the Lenten journey mm-hmm. in your car. And, um, and also, I know the big theme at the conferences was not only turn it on, but invite a friend, Father. And listen, yeah. Invite, it can make a real difference in someone's life. That invitation. And I just mm-hmm. think of Joanne, the house, one of the homes that we enthroned yeah. in Mechanicsburg. Yeah. When she was in a hurry, but she wanted a cup of coffee. Uh-huh. <laughs> and she got in the line. Stuck in the line. <laughs> Stuck. <laughs> At Tim Hortons. And not happy. And she wasn't happy. Mm. And guess what was on the bumper of the car in front of her? Yes. AM820. <laughs> and she turned changed it on. Changed her life. And it changed her life. Wow. She yes. is a different person yeah. because of that bumper sticker. She heard just what she needed to hear, which was a local priest inviting everyone to come home to the Catholic Church, giving, she wrote the telephone number down on a napkin. She didn't even have a piece of paper, made an appointment, and that was the beginning of her coming back. She's now a daily communicant listener to AM820, and really on fire. It all began with a bumper sticker and uh, a cup of coffee. And and she turned on AM820. Yes, she did. She took the invitation. I think something that you know we, we oftentimes forget, or we don't pay attention to, is something that uh, Mother Angelica of the Poor Clares of Perpetual Adoration, uh, may she rest in peace, you know, a fond memory, she would speak often of these holy reminders Mm. You know, and it could be getting stuck in the drive through lane, waiting for our coffee, seeing a bumper sticker for AM820. It could be something like, you know, a conversation or running into a friend, a long lost friend at one of the conferences we go to. It could be the significance of making sure that the image of the Sacred Heart of our Lord Jesus Christ or the crucifix in our home has special prominence to us. You know, basically it means we're paying attention. We're paying attention to how God wants to speak to us in the present moment. And those holy reminders that the Lord uses, but also the holy reminders that we ourselves put around ourselves, put in our homes, in our car, they're always meant to catch our attention at that moment where the Lord wants to captivate our attention. You know, we uh, have a area in our house where I'm able to exercise a little bit, Father, and uh, we have all the family pictures there from generationals. You know, it's mm. my great-great-grandfather, you know, yeah. great-grandfather, grandfather, and father, and all the relatives. And I was thinking how special it is when I say good morning, and I'm yeah. ready, and to pray a rosary, and walk a little bit in a treadmill. But that's what it is with Jesus. Yeah. It's it's having Jesus. And I know some people, we go into homes, and there's no Jesus. There's nothing. I know. And yeah. then all of a sudden, we've enthroned the home, and you know there's something different. Right. Because we've left the images of the Immaculate Heart and the Sacred Heart, as you mentioned, as a holy reminder, just as my family pictures are a holy reminder that I'm here because of their yes to life. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, that we're here because of Jesus. And um, also, Father, you mentioned just maybe even a candle during Lent or something right. to make it a little bit more special. Well, and I think, you know, we can all get used to things. Things mm-hmm. become part of the normal, they become part of the routine. And then they become blind to us. And I know like in the rectory where I live, we have an image of the Lord's Sacred Heart in almost every room. Uh, But there's one special image of the Lord's Sacred Heart in the main room on the first floor. And so in Advent and Lent, I always make sure to put a candle by the image of that statue of the Sacred Heart. And I do that because it's a visible reminder that the Lord's presence is there. It's a visible reminder that I had to keep that flame burning in my own heart. And I also know that candle's only going to burn for so long. And, you know, because yesterday in conversation, you know, John was like, well, are you worried that something else will catch on fire? It's like, no. <laughs> well, you know, I also had thought, Father, I, I bought at the dollar store battery candles that they yeah. said they're good for uh, 120 hours. Right. But if you have small children, if oh, you absolutely. are concerned, yeah. that you can still have that little illumination. Exactly. That would be, you know, second best. But you change things up a bit. Change it up a bit. You know? But you know, one thing as a woman, I need to <laughs> elaborate <laughs> on the images. We are, you know, more aware of decorating. And, oh, Lord, ha- and responding, <laughs> and sometimes people say, "Gee, I don't really like 
this or that. Well, that's not a problem. Or, gee, I have an image that was in my family for generations. Right. Oh, absolutely. That's not a problem. It's about how do you respond? That, you know, is this something that you connect with? That's why we have many different depictions of our Lord and sacred art. And um, the one that I love uh, is almost like a courier and knives antique. I found an antique shop, really kind of a junk shop, really. <laughs> <laughs> Even the but Lord will be found I love, there. <laughs> I love it. And so don't get hung up with the images we bring to the home. They're, they can be starters, but we do leave them. And so they are yours. They are framed. And um, it's just another uh, wonderful perk of having your home and throne. And, you know, Father, we've been blessed. Uh, we always say it, that about a thousand homes have been yeah. enthroned. And this is a challenge. I'm going to reach out to all those that have enthroned their home to share your story with someone and invite them to enthrone. Because it's that personal story, that personal reason that you invited Jesus into your home. Now you've received those graces. Don't just keep that in your home. Uh, Share that story. Share those graces with your neighbor, with your friend, with your parishioner, uh, and say, have you had your home enthroned? And if not, go on sacredheartcolumbus.org, or I can even help you do that. But I just think it's that personal invite, that personal story. So again, if you're listening, 614-459-4820, 614-459-4820. Give us a call, and uh, you can register today, or Scott Williamson's answering the phones, and he can a- a- answer. He'd love to talk to you. He'd love to talk to you and answer, and we'll get the questions to Father. And uh, so forth. But I think the biggest question, Father, people continue to have. Why do it goes back to the basics, even though we've been on the air for 35 minutes. Why do we need to enthrone our home? You know, before Father answers that, I just want to say, thinking about you and I, Chuck, there's a grace that you receive to say, I need help. I need help. I want help. Because help is there. Grace is there. And I think for us, we knew, you know, raising these four children, all the activities, all the business pressures and social, it's like, help. Exactly. Help was on the way. Yeah. You know, I we always have those basic questions. Why? What? And how? Mm. You know, the what is the Lord's sacred heart. The how? How do I become closer to the sacred heart? Well, you do that by inviting him into the home making an image of this Lord's sacred heart uh, present in your home in a very prominent place, in a very visible place, mm-hmm. high traffic area. Um, you know, if you think about your home, it's like, okay, wh- whichever room has to have the most durable floor, that's where you need the sacred heart, okay? Mm-hmm. If you've got, like, precious carpet, don't put the sacred heart in that room because be no one's going to be there. Room. You know? Jesus doesn't mind. And you should also have, you know, think about adding multiple images of the sacred heart in different rooms. Um, but then we come to the why, why Why should I have the Sacred Heart in my home? You know, last week there was a, a just an incomplete like media blitz about something that was going on. And it wasn't just in our, our part of the country. It was in the mm. whole country. And it was throughout the whole world even. You know, even large international media outlets were covering about how there were individuals in the United States of America who call themselves witches. And they were all going to gather together at a particular time on Friday because of the waning moon. And they were going to engage in um, practices that are purely pagan. Now, that is something that occurred. So when someone says, Father, why do I need the sacred heart? That's why. Because you don't know what's going on in the world around you, and you know what the Lord wants to offer to you from the bounty of his love and grace and mercy. The Lord wants to be close to you. He doesn't want you to have to suffer as a result of what somebody down the street is doing. And That's so you, where that electrical storm came from. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I did get a certain phone call blaming me for the weather, but it's like, no, I'm in sales, not management. Uh, management oh, took care that. of the weather. <laughs> I, you might have been outside doing whatever you're doing, but it's not my problem that uh-huh. the winds and the rain fell upon you. But, you know, I'm in sales, not management. But we, we all need upper management present in our homes. You know, we need the Lord present in our lives. And when someone says, well, why do I need this, though? Don't I do enough? I go to Sunday Mass. I pray. It's like... Mm-hmm. Is it really fair to say that we've ever done enough? 
I mean, when we look at what the Lord has done for us with so much love and so much mercy, you know, he wants us to be close to him. He wants to be in our homes. He wants to be in the thick of it all. And so when someone says, well, why should I bring the sacred in my home? It's because the Lord wants to protect you. He wants to strengthen you. He wants to make you strong enough to survive the trials of this day. He wants to be with you in those beautiful and awesome moments of joy when the family's gathering together and laughing hysterically. He wants to be with you when there are sorrow and tears pouring forth from your heart. The Lord wants to be present with you at all moments. And as he gave those promises to St. Margaret Mary, those powerful promises that we really should uh, read before this segment is over, you know, really, it's like, I believe he said it. I believe that, you know, this is powerful. And if he said it, and why won't I do it? That's true. <laughs> I know I mean it. Let, let's go through the 12 promises because you, you, this is the why. He said to do it. Exactly. I mean, it's not like this is Father Stoss saying to do it. It's private revelation. It's but, private. Yeah. But Jesus said this to St. Margaret Mary as a private revelation. So... Let's just start, Joanne, you start, we can go around, and each of us take one, and we'll read the 12. Oh, that first one, the first two, I just, wow. I will give them all the graces necessary for their state in life. And I will give peace in their families. I will console them in all their troubles. They shall find in my heart an assured refuge during life, and especially at the hour of death. I will pour abundant blessings on all their undertakings. Sinners shall find in my heart the source and infinite ocean of mercy. Tepid souls shall become fervent. And fervent souls shall speedily rise to great perfection. I will bless the homes in which the image of my sacred heart shall be exposed and honored. I will give the priests the power to touch the most hardened hearts. Those who propagate this devotion shall have their name written in my heart, and it shall never be effaced. The all-powerful love of my heart will grant to all those who shall receive communion on the first Friday of nine consecutive months the grace of final repentance. They shall not die under my displeasure, nor without receiving their sacraments. My heart shall be their assured refuge at the last hour. Wow. You know, I think, you know, for me, it was number six. Sinners shall find in my heart the source and infinite ocean of mercy. And the beauty, and I remember Chris Billman spoke at one of the conferences. We we, we have to, Father um, Larry Richards, we have to receive his love, receive his mercy in order to give love and give mercy. And it starts with going back to the sacred heart that is just love. It is love. And I think, Father, we know today that we have families and we have individuals who are dealing with really big issues. They're not small today, Father. They're big issues. And the Sacred Heart is there for them to maybe help them comfort during this time and receive the sources and the graces they're going to need. That refuge. The the refuge. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, that they go through. Well, and yeah, before we bring or introduce the next break, uh, you know, I think it's important to close with the fact that Christ's love for the human soul is what makes Lent doable and Mm. possible. If it weren't for his love, we would annihilate ourselves with the guilt that comes with gazing upon the crucifix. But when we see the crucifix, when we see the heart of Christ, and we know that it's his love for us that sustains us, and gives us that capacity to receive his mercy and forgiveness. That's what makes life possible. Well, and, you know, for myself, I, I believe unless you know the love of Christ, sometimes you don't realize how much mercy you need. Exactly. You exactly. know, people that have said to me, I, I haven't been to confession in 20 years. I, I don't even know what to say. It's like, really? Yeah. You know, but I mean, it, sometimes it's that love tenderizes our heart. Mm-hmm. To really understand, oh, dear Lord, you know, I have offended you, yeah. and I, I love you. Help me. As we enter into this next break, I invite you to please uh, just consider these words. Most kind Jesus, we humbly kneel at your feet. We renew the consecration of ourselves to your divine heart. We ask you to be our king forever. In you we have full and entire confidence. May your Holy Spirit penetrate our thoughts, our desires, our words, and our deeds. 
and may you bless everything we are about to do in the moments to come. St. Gabriel Catholic Radio is looking for listeners like you to serve as parish ambassadors. Parish ambassadors work with your parish team to provide AMA 20 bumper magnets and prayer cards. Be a disciple of Christ and help us spread the news of Catholic Radio in your parish. If you would like to serve as St. Gabriel Catholic Radio AMA 20 parish ambassador, contact the St. Gabriel Radio office or go online at stgabrielradio.com. The Bradley Company, new and used office furniture, proudly supporting Catholic education. TheBradleyCompany.com. That's TheBradleyCompany.com. Hi, this is Patrick Rice from Encounter Radio, and I'm here with Father David Sizemore from St. John Newman Church. We'd like to invite you to join thousands of Christians coming together for one night Columbus, an evening of prayer and worship, gathering Christians from all over the city to cry out to Jesus to transform our city and bring healing to the body of Christ. One Night Columbus has free general admission and will take place Friday, March 10th at the Ohio Expo Center. Doors open at 6 p.m. and the prayer begins at 7 p.m. For more information, please visit OneNightColumbus.com. Hope to see you there. Help us drive home the Word of God to our St. Gabriel Catholic Radio family of listeners. Did you know that you can donate your car, truck, or van to AM820? And your donation may qualify you for a tax deduction. It's easy and a great way to share the Word of God with listeners all over Ohio. Call 614-459-4820 or visit us online for details at stgabrielradio.com. Rita Kennedy, for all your mortgage needs nationwide, Google Rita Kennedy Bank of England Mortgage. Bank of England Mortgage is a division of Bank of England, NMLS 418481, Equal Housing Lender, Member FDIC. Welcome back to St. Gabriel Catholic Radio, the Sacred Heart Hour on this first Friday of the month and first Friday of Lent. As we enter into the remaining minutes of this uh, Sacred Heart Hour, I invite you to please consider some words given to us by our Holy Father, Pope Francis, as we enter into ever more deeper this month, this experience of Lent. Uh, many of us are still looking for a healthy penance, a healthy way to pray, a healthy way to fast, a healthy way to give alms. And when I say healthy, I mean a way that keeps us focused on the Lord Jesus Christ and not merely ourselves and what we want to do. Our Holy Father, Pope Francis, said, uh, you know, in a question, do you want to fast this Lent? Then he gives us uh, an answer to that uh, question. The Holy Father, Pope Francis, suggests that we fast from hurting words and say kind words instead. Mm. The Holy Father says we should fast from sadness and rather be filled with gratitude. We should fast from anger and be filled with patience. Try fasting from pessimism and rather allow your words to be filled with hope. Pope Francis encourages all Christians to fast from worries and rather place your trust in God, to fast from complaints and instead contemplate the gift of simplicity, to fast from pressures and rather focus on remaining prayerful, to fast from bitterness and instead fill your hearts with joy, to fast from selfishness and be compassionate to others, to fast from holding grudges and rather strive to be reconciled with those against whom there are issues or sin, and to fast from words and be silent so you can listen to the Lord who speaks to us. Mm, I can't think of a better way to do that than having a home enthronement. <laughs> and you think about the heart of Jesus, yeah. he has, you know, everything in for us to make a concerted effort to connect with his heart because that we need help to do that. Well, I think within families, the word that was coming to me is we need to be kind to each other within our yeah. family. And part of this, we talked about in the first half hour, little times of hardened hearts. Enthroning your home is the way to soften your heart, which allows the mm-hmm. pathway to allow Jesus now to enter into your words, into your actions. And I know as dads, we sometimes can let our emotions get a little bit really? heavy. Once in a while. Oh not, my. not very often. In our family too? <laughs> yeah, not, no, just very little, a couple of times. But when they do slip, you realize, okay, Jesus, 
I need to be kinder. I need to listen more and not just carry the conversation. And I think these are wonderful reminders. They really are. Father. Yeah. And, uh, you know, talking about that, let's talk about the number to call in. Uh, we still have 10 minutes ago, 614-459-4820, 614-459-4820. And if we haven't moved your heart yet. The website. Oh, the website, sacredheartcolumbus.org, sacredheartcolumbus.org. And if we haven't moved your hearts yet, Father, why don't you share about this great Congress we got coming up Ooh. and why this date, we picked this sure. date. It's going to be And powerful. the location. Well, you know, it's one of the uh, incredible outgrowths of the restoration of the Sacred Heart devotion here in Central mm-hmm. Ohio. One of the outgrowths has been this uh, Sacred Heart Congress. I, it's hard to believe this year is going to be the sixth annual oh Sacred Heart Congress. And in God's providence, it's going to be held on Saturday, October 14th, which is beautiful and powerful because it's the very next day after the 100th anniversary of the last apparition of Our Lady in Fatima, October 13th. So on Saturday, October 14th, from 7.30 in the morning to about 1 p.m. at Christ the King Church on the east side of Columbus on East Livingston Avenue, Father David Schalk, the pastor there, is welcoming Sacred Heart Columbus to host the 6th Annual Sacred Heart Congress. And this year's Congress promises to be just as completely focused on our Lord and Our Lady as all of the previous ones. We are very blessed and uh, privileged to have some rather incredible speakers who are coming from both near and far, one of which will have Father Schalk there, the hosting pastor. He'll give a witness and host uh, and welcome everybody to his parish. And then we're also going to hear from Sister Joseph Andrew. She's one of the foundering founderesses of the Dominican Sisters of Mary, Mother of the Eucharist, an absolutely incredible speaker. You can't but help be, pay attention to everything she says. She's got that just that perfect touch of Southern uh-huh. twang. You know, <laughs> she could read you know read the telephone book and we'd all be clapping and throwing money at her. <laughs> but she's also completely given over to Our Lady of Fatima and the Sacred Heart. And I mean, in all seriousness, you cannot listen to Sister and not walk away with more treasures than you came. And what's beautiful is at our first Congress, if I'm correct. Uh, a fellow founderess, Mother Assumpta Longspoke. Oh, yes, she And did. she walked away with the whole Congress in her palm of her hand, and I'm yep. sure Sister Joseph Andrew is going to do the same. In addition to Sister Joseph Andrew from the Dominican Sisters of Mary, Mother of the Eucharist in Ann Arbor, we are very privileged to also host this year Father John Paul Mary. Uh, Father John Paul Mary is one of the missionary Franciscans of the Eternal Word, uh, from, and he has done a lot of work with EWTN. He belongs to the community of Franciscan friars established and founded by Mother Angelica. And Father truly has a heart that beats with love for the sacred heart of our Lord Jesus Christ. I can uh, testify from personal experience from many days of years ago in seminary when we were all together that he is a very passionate and a very loving Ian, man. Father Shock, you've got kind of a we reunion coming up. I know. <laughs> this, this is, is awesome. proof that God's mercy overwhelms this us. This is awesome. <laughs> we were all in seminary together for four years at the Josephinum. And, uh, you know, that's looking ahead, October 14th. Registration is now open. And uh, we invite you to go to sacredheartcolumbus.org and to go through the information on the Congress, prayerfully discern, coming to the Congress, uh, look ahead, reserve, save the date in your calendar. And if nothing else, just take it as a holy reminder. And also, there's no cost for the Congress. We do yeah. have a free will offering. And the Lord has always provided just exactly what we need. I think last year it was within 93 cents. <laughs> Something really amazing when we, you know, uh, figured it all out. But um, also, Father, to remind people, we bring the statue of Our Lady of Fatima, the traveling uh, image really, which was commissioned by the, um, what was it? Blue Army. Blue Army, that's it. And made in the United States, beautiful, that stays in your home for the week. So that's another uh, beautiful thing that happens when you have your home and throne. Father, I know you you had the privilege years ago to actually visit with the uh, company with supplies, these statues. Why don't you share a little bit? (laughs) A real Italian true. Share a little bit. Painted there. Mussolini. Going back some time, you know, when I was in in seminary at the Pontifical College Josephinum in the College of Liberal Arts with now Father David Schalk and Father John Paul Mary, uh, one of the things we were trying to do as seminarians was to reintroduce uh, the images of Our Lady 
to the classrooms at the uh, college building there. So I found out about this Mazzolini company up in uh, Cleveland and um, went up there to see if I could purchase a couple of statues, not realizing that this is truly a mom-and-pop store in a garage. And you can see, I mean, it's just basically the bluntness of human talent working in very simple conditions. It's beautiful. Um, And there, there they are just making these statues, painting them by hand. Um, but it's one generation after another after another. And, you know, the Lord invites you to complete dependence while you're driving there. You know, you're looking around and saying, I don't know exactly where I'm going and will I ever leave this place? <laughs> you know? um, and you go there and it's really a beautiful family run operation. And I think that's one of the more beautiful moments uh, or things about Sacred Heart Columbus is it's very organic. Mm-hmm. We support, you know, the people who are doing things with their own hands. We come into the homes of those who want the Lord to be present and we give you the tools. And in your own hands, we help you bring the Lord present uh, And sometimes people say, this statue, I need to have a statue like this. <laughs> so they can be ordered. And, they can, yeah. Uh, so that is also a possibility. And the images, you know, come from the men of the Sacred Heart of Cincinnati. So we purchased the image of the Sacred Heart and the image of the Immaculate Heart. We put them in 8 by 10 frames. And uh, that is a beautiful way. And we leave that. Yes, we do. With, and that will be part of where you're going to expose our Lord in your home uh, with that image. So it's like, as you say, we have a huge community behind us. We do. And even the crowns on top of the statue, even the crown on top of the statue. Is made by somebody here in our country. In our country. Yeah. But... Our issue is... <laughs> we only have one left. We only have one, one crown maker left. Yeah. <laughs> you better get your statue now. There's an now. opportunity here. If someone is interested in starting a business. That'd be the worst thing to hear. You stole my crown. You know? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and, you know, to remember, Ohio is the heart of it all. Yes, I love that. And, and we're uh, building on that theme. That didn't even originate with us. <laughs> and uh, But the Lord knew... The Lord knew what was coming. We took what the Lord offered. Yes, we did. (laughs) Now, until we return a month from now, we want everybody, the challenge again is turn on during Lent and listen to AM 820. And uh, just I know for each of you, there'll be a gift when you turn it on. There'll be something that you need to hear. But leave your radios on AM 820. Just leave them on. Turn them off. Turn them on, but it's not going to go to another channel right? because you are now opening yourselves to Jesus and the word coming through people on the radio. And they don't have to be Catholic. I received an email from a friend going through a very difficult time, not Catholic. And I said, turn on AMA 20 because you're going to hear the words of the Lord. You're going to hear faith. So you never know how the Lord can use that consolation and truth. So um, invite, you know, don't be shy. Invite everyone to turn on AM820. And think about, um, you know, as we come to a close now, that we're reaching out. We're doing this because Joanne and I have been touched through the Sacred Heart and, and enthroning our home. We have 40 other teams that have all enthroned their Wonderful, homes. wonderful people, volunteers. And we have about 1,000. But remember, there's about 256,000 Catholics in oh, our diocese. Work to do. So there's about 100,000 homes. So what we'd say is we've only enthroned maybe, Father, 1%. So we've got job security. That's what you're telling me here. As if the priesthood wasn't offering me enough, you're also telling me I've got job security to the Sacred Heart Ministry. Yeah. Wonderful. That's not exhausting. No, that's great. You know, everything is there. You just need to invite us, open the door, let Jesus come through. One hour, and then seven days later, another hour. And it's going to be the greatest gift that you can give to your family. And we're going to close, but with the phone number, again, 614 Four five nine four eight two zero six one four four five nine four eight two zero and Father will close us in prayer and and what a gift this morning Father and thank you thank for you, your priesthood and your thank willingness you, Gabriel. to bring us thank to you, our Lord yeah well as we bring this to a close you know let us acknowledge who we are and where we are and for those who are setting out upon this Lenten journey 
and we acknowledge that we are in need of joy, love, mercy, and reconciliation, let us humbly ask our Lord to give all of those graces to us so that we may remain faithful. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for all the benefits you have granted to us through the merciful love of your sacred heart. We are truly grateful for your gift of life. We thank you for the gift of faith received in baptism when we were made a child of your Father and heir to heaven and received your own divine life in our souls. We thank you for the gift of your priesthood and other sacraments which increase your life in us and for the gift of your blessed mother whom you have given to us as our mother and queen. Above all, good Jesus, we are grateful for the gift of your loving heart, the gift of yourself in the crib, the gift of yourself on the cross, the gift of yourself in the Holy Eucharist. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Amen.